What's up, guys? Welcome to the second podcast of Satyapa. This podcast, I am joined by two of my flatmates from Flame. Introduce yourself, guys. Uh, hey, guys. I am Siddharth, and I'm really looking forward for the podcast. Yo, guys. What's up? My name is Utkarsh. Uh, in the lockdown, I've been doing only two things: offending people and then apologizing for it. Uh, anyways, looking forward to enjoying a good podcast session with Satya and Siddharth here. Yes, sir. So today we're going to be talking about Naruto, and uh, based on feedback from the last podcast about be- it being too long and not to the point, um, I decided to change things up. So this podcast is going to be short. So I'm trying something out this time. So yeah, we're going to be talking about Naruto, and uh, the reason why I wanted to talk about Naruto honestly is because while there are a lot of YouTube videos breaking down Naruto, and the characters the character development the different arcs because naruto spans more than two and a half decades so it's a really long anime there's a lot to talk about but not a lot of people honestly are going to talk about the topics that we're going to talk about today in the way that we're going to talk about today so yeah so firstly i wanted to know from you guys like what, what did you find interesting or What did you like about Naruto the first time you saw it? I mean, I like the fact how they tried to use different emotions during situations like uh, uh, during the first arc which was the land of water arc where Zabuza and Haku were the main villains along with that uh, construction guy I don't remember his name. Uh it really showed a different perspective of how people can lead up to that situation where you do stuff in what what's around you so it really does uh, like give me a new it gave me a new experience to look at uh, look at someone else's perspective and what they feel and what and i really used to question myself ki what i would do if i was in that situation so i believe that they captured it really well and that was one of the things that kept me captivated throughout the show okay so that for, for me i think um see the the there are many you know shown in anime out there the there are many anime which have you know taken the concept of ninjas and worked upon it but what makes naruto stand out from the rest is uh, firstly the time period it was released and secondly for me it was not your regular shown in typical just just stupid fight scenes here and there with no storyline uh you could actually see how naruto had a very in depth storyline or plot to it uh, everything had the tiniest of details attached to it there were so many relationships in the show where you know you could you could see how how everything was tied together and it was a it was a very solid you know foundation for the show to uh you know build up on later on right mm-hmm. and honestly naruto the like utkar said the way it was able to portray character emotions so naruto has always been infamous for very seriously focusing on its two protagonists if you want to call sasuke a protagonist for the majority of the series that is the way they developed and the transition from how they began at the start of the show to any point which you want to choose how they became what they became at that point and naruto did a really good job explaining the middle period to how they became who they were and that growth and because naruto was a weekly manga and anime 
it felt that if you started watching Naruto from a young age, when Naruto got released, you would have probably felt that you were growing up with these characters. So you felt very connected to them and the way they were growing up, especially during the time skip. I'm pretty sure a lot of us can relate about the changes that we went through, like physically and internally, like the way our mind changed, our perspective, our behavior, etc. And we could, at least for me personally, I could really honestly relate to Naruto and Sasuke a lot. And that's, that was really important for me. It, it was a very interesting period seeing how people can change. And even though anime is very, how do I say it? It's, it's set in an ideal world where it's you versus the world and you always have the opportunity of coming out on top. Even though the world doesn't function like that. It gave me hope as a kid and I really appreciated that. Mm. And so to me, and, and before I start, this is just my opinion and hopefully Utkarsh's and Siddharth's opinion. We are not saying that these are opinions that everyone should follow about Naruto because obviously we look at Naruto in very different ways. But to me personally, the change, especially once Naruto Shippuden started the time skip, it sort of went downhill. Like Nar- the first part of Naruto was really good. It was, to me, it was one of at least top three anime of all time. If not the whole Naruto show. But the first part of Naruto was just amazing. And, but after the time skip, it just, it just dropped. So yeah, I mean, it, it really went downhill from there. I mean, see, the, there, are, there are two ways to look at this, right? Um, first thing being that after the time skip, um, there was definitely a drop in, you know, character development. There was more focus on Naruto and Sasuke. The fights were more based on, you know, ninjutsu and not taijutsu, like how ninjas are supposed to fight in the, in, in, in the real world. But you should also look at like the positives, like, because, because when I, when I see Shippuden, you, you see each and every character growing up. And of course, if we, if we look at it from the perspective of the protagonists like you mentioned before uh, you should you should also understand that despite you know for example kakashi whose character development dropped uh, and is you know he he was you know nerfed um, in in shippuden you should you should also think about how naruto and sasuke were uh, naruto and sasuke were you know um, they they actually grew a lot powerful during that two year time skip and yeah definitely and I, and i think if you look at it from that perspective you could you could understand why kakashi was a little you know underdeveloped per se but but i also do understand the part where you know i would like to have seen you know benchmark kakashi and his 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 thought his you know character being one of the most powerful in the show yeah definitely so the the reason why I felt Naruto Shippuden was a downgrade from the first part of the whole Naruto series was because of the integration of so many different characters. Kishimoto, in, he was not able to integrate so many different characters and give each of them ample screen time to show who they are and what powers they have in such a short period of time. Because Naruto Shippuden had quite a few climaxes but then again, following the normal Naruto trend that it always did, it focused on Naruto and Sasuke. 
And if you're going to integrate at least 15 characters on average, every arc, it gets impossible to show how strong someone really is. So for example, the third Raikage, he's a beast. He took on the eight tails just by himself. And that's like Hashirama taking on the QB, but like a step lower. And he was equal with the Hachibi. But you don't get to see any true power from him because he's facing fodder in the war arc. He's he's facing absolute trash. And Naruto like pulls a 180 on him by rasenganing his arm into his own chest. Mm-hmm. Which it, it honestly downplays some really cool characters. The third Raikage was meant to be a beast. But Kishimoto is just not able to integrate it. Even Kakashi. For example, at the start of Naruto, him and Zabuza were portrayed since they were introduced as Jonin. The way Kakashi and Zabuza were portrayed, it showed Jonin to be these ultra-high-class ninjas who were the best of the best in the business just under the Kage. They were the strongest ninjas in the village bar only the Kage of their village. And Mm. that was Mm. supposed to be the benchmark that almost every ninja tried to aim for. Because as we've seen, being a Kage, at least trying to aspire to be a Kage in the first part of Naruto was really hard. But during Naruto Shippuden, especially the war arc, the Jonian in the allied forces were just treated like trash. Like Madra was stomping on them. Every reanimated ninja that Kabuto had got back was just stamping on every Jonin that was there in the battlefield. And it honestly made me feel sad because the speciality that the Jonin had, the level of respect that they deserved, it just like nosedived in Naruto Shippuden. Mm. I think that along the way, like the transition from Naruto to Naruto Shippuden, uh, the whole meaning behind a shinobi, a ninja village, and what each rank of ninja represents was lost. Like, like I would like to say, like the one of the first things that I noticed that Naruto Shippuden lacked from Naruto was the lack of emotional attachment that Naruto got us hooked no, to. No, I, I, no, 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 hmm. bro. Nah, no, I mean, see, see, I mean, obviously there are sad, like there are happy and sad moments and stuff, but I think they focused a lot on too many fights. Like, no, no, on, no, no, no. Like, see, beautifying the fight. Talking about emotions being lost, what, what about um, uh, pain, pain versus hidden leaf? What yeah. about uh, ah, Jiraiya? Sure, sure, sure. No, no, bro, listen, no. What about <laughs> Jiraiya versus uh, uh, pain? What say, pain? Uh, there, mm. there were so many instances where you could you could see what the uh, Minato and Naruto's, uh, after the war, their words. There were mm. many, and and like throughout the series, you could see Naruto talking to Kurama and seeing, um, you know, Minato and Koshina there. So I I I don't think the emotion factor was lost over. Uh, no 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 no. What no no no. You're not uh, you're not sensing what kind of emotion I'm talking about. Like my first point that I said was the meaning of a shinobi. Like if you see Naruto, over the first hundred episodes, the only thing they talk about is what it means to be a shinobi. Like, even when you see the first arc, they always mm. talk about what a shinobi means. Like, what is the meaning of being a ninja? What are you really? Like, that sense truly hit me. But over the period of time, like 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 you just said, obviously, there were emotions. There were happiness. There was sadness. There's a sense of loss a lot of times which occurred. And, like, a lot of emotions were being battled out in various, like, battles that took throughout Naruto Shippuden. But 
I feel like the meaning of ninja that Kishimoto defined, he himself lost it while yeah, making definitely, it. Definitely. Like the Wait, Anbu, for example. It was a turn off. Yeah, I mean, Anbu, like, dude, you're supposed to be a secret service. Like, imagine being a secret service for ninjas. Ninjas are already so, like, be- they're like huge beasts. Like, in terms of, like, health, espionage, missions, like, they can do everything. At the same time, you have to be a one step above them while not being inhuman. You have to be human who's one step above ninjas. That's the level that Anbu was set to. And now, and whatever mention that Anbu happens during Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, most of it is how they failed and how these teams of ninjas, like Team Ten, Team Seven, Team Six, all of them had to step in and complete the mission. Yeah. So like, I think like it. The mean like emotion. Right? I'm not saying you're not. Say, I'm not saying the emotions was lost. I'm saying that the emotions. And the meaning of ninja that Kishimoto himself defined was lost, which yeah. was a total for me. But yeah. I still enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, especially during uh, the war arc, uh, like the war arc really shat on the hierarchy and the speciality that each level of ninja had. The war arc <laughs> really started to focus on the prime ninja in the series. While completely disregarding everyone else, like Shikamaru, for example, he could have been such a great asset in the war arc, especially to Naruto. He could have honestly helped the Kage come up with much better tactics to face Jubito, Madara, maybe not Kageya, but he could have honestly helped in a tactical way. But they just they they didn't integrate anyone, and I can understand why, because they really wanted to start focusing on. the last day of the war and they really wanted to have high intensity battles but i would have honestly preferred a more tactical fight for example the start of the war arc the way kabuto was puppeteering the reanimated warriors that was mm-hmm. really smart especially the way kishimoto portrayed it with him playing with them on the checkered board and saying i can control whichever actions of whichever ninja i want and i can make yeah. them do whichever i want that was really cool and that was a very smart use of the reanimation jutsu yeah. and the types of ninja that he got back for example madara the seven uh, swordsmen of the mist zabuza haku sasori a bunch of members of the akatsuki while none of them had major roles maybe other than itachi in the war arc the concept of getting really strong ninja on your side through the reanimation jutsu was a really smart move but again like the whole of naruto shippuden in my opinion they just trashed the idea because they felt that they had to focus on something else while losing what honestly made the show really fun mm-hmm. also I'd like to add one more thing since you mentioned shikamaru um it's often overlooked that during the war an intelligence team was established like shikamaru's father was part of it ino's father was part of it the intelligence part was actually handled all the factions which are there in the war but now the thing is after it they were killed by the jubi's uh, biju bomb or like the tail beast bomb or not there was no di- like there was no proper difference between the allied shinobi forces with the intelligence team and the allied shinobi forces without the intelligence team so this just clearly shows like to me at least ki the intelligence team wasn't used enough which could have yeah, been built up to something which no, i mean i i don't no. think i agree with that bro because see mm-hmm. uh, after after they were killed 
it was literally it was literally the main fights which were left there there wasn't much of a need for any tactical uh, a team and where there was an uh, a need i think shikamaru you, you know covered that up pretty well because see if if i'm not wrong correct me if i am um, when the uh, sorry when the when these people died after that the four hokages came right mm yeah and when the four hokages came they were battling the jubi ins- inside the barrier and mm. after after battling the jubi they uh, the obito absorbed the uh, jubi inside him and he became a jinjuriki which pretty much ruined the need for any tactical team because every the war was on one, one front right mm true so that's true re- that's true you really don't need a tactical team then and where there was a need to communicate with everyone and give some orders shikamaru and you know what done uh, have done that no oh, but they only did that because the intelligence team died and second that's a okay your point is very well noted that is true noted but okay let's just say when the war arc started when there were like different battles on different parts of the battlefield okay the intelli- like if you would have noticed there was these intelligence like radio wall in ninjas which were like relaying what is happening and all mm-hmm. so and and whenever there was problem like they showed there was this part where they showed problems on all sides of the battlefield they were like mm-hmm. oh no what do we do hi 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 hum log marne wale and suddenly naruto enters with all his clones mm-hmm. now that i felt was anti climactic because it's like oh like heroine and heroine got captured by the goons she like hi mirko kon bachayega instead of the police coming hero comes breaks the wall and beats everyone up but but aren't you forgetting nahi nah, nah, aren't you nah. forgetting the fact when when this thing happened the tactical team shukaku actually gave orders saying that the uh, i don't remember but one battalion had to go assist darui's area because the fight was more intense there and uh, the, till naruto's uh, till because naruto's clones reached only one part of the area that's why he gave the order that uh, uh, since naruto's clone is in this area we can send the remaining uh, shinobi to another area to assist darui's company and if i'm not wrong that's how it played out because of shukaku's order yeah mm-hmm. yeah this is one good instance but okay imagine this situation instead of naruto's clones coming what if you would have seen the intelligence team try to solve everyone's problem at the same time and try to give them orders on how to beat them and you could have seen this small time i wouldn't say small time but like not the main character ninjas who were part of those battles try to defeat them with the intelligence provided by them like It's not no, like but you did see that right? you did see that you see you saw Daru defeating Ginkaku and Ginkaku who were hyped up so much ha ha true but what if you would have seen it everywhere like for example imagine if the third raikage battle naruto was in there then what bro they wouldn't have won that's the point of introducing naruto's clones right they I wouldn't mean, have won i see it but i mean see i don't know as an as an audience like as a very big fan of naruto i would have wanted something more from the intelligence but i mean i get your point fair enough yeah so backing up both of your points in a certain way while the intelligence group and the communication corp were really integral at the start of the war i also feel it was very important for naruto to send his bunch of shadow clones to that one area so like how sadat said ginkaku and ginkaku were super hyped and the reason why kishimoto introduced naruto's clones was to show the power amp that naruto had recently gotten 
and how Naruto could shift the whole fulcrum of that battlefield in his favor just through his sheer presence. So Naruto yeah. had a lot of intangible effects on his on the allied forces just through his presence. Like for example, while his chakra cloak and giving it to everyone was great, they also felt empowered. And in Naruto, feeling empowered and feeling strong is just as important as actually being strong. True, 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 true. Mm. So Naruto's presence in a losing battle was a very smart move. In a sense, you could also say that's a tactical move by Kishimoto. Just to show that Naruto plays such an important role. Even when Naruto had to face A, when he dodged A's punch, that was a big sign for both Tsunade and A that Naruto is a very vital piece in the war and keeping him in a safe location is only going to do you a lot worse than keeping him in the battlefield. So Mm. both of you are right in a sense. But this also shows something else. That certain characters got a massive power amp while certain other characters' power was very subdued and downplayed. For example, the Seven Ninja Swordsman. Zabuza was a beast. And Mm. he was also part of the Seven Ninja Swordsman. But when they came back in their reanimated forms, while they were only slightly weaker than their primes, their living physical primes, they were completely shat on by base guy and Kakashi. Mm. Which makes no sense to me. And even the variation, so until the war, we had not seen more than, I think so, three or four of the swordsmen, of the seven swordsmen. Mm. But then you come along with a dude who has a paper bomb she with a paper bomb sword. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like that's so stupid. You could have honestly made it really cool. For example, mm. the I think so it was a dude who had the pincer swords and he could control mm. people with that. He could yeah, have, Kishimoto could use something maybe with chakra strings or manipulation of chakra. Or but, a but, sword. See, just, just putting it out there, maybe maybe Kishimoto didn't want to do that because it could have become a bit repetitive, right? I mean, just, just an idea out there. Maybe, maybe. But it's a better thought than introducing seven swordsmen who are super, super weak just to show that two protagonists are stronger than what they were a few years ago, especially in their base forms. Kishimoto mm-hmm. had no need to reiterate Kakashi's strength. And honestly, by giving him such a major power amp, like him being able to activate the perfect Susano with just his Mangekyo Sharingan, that makes no sense to me. First of all, to use the Sharingan itself, even Uchiha have to have massive chakra reserves to effectively use any superior form of the Sharingan for extended periods of time. And Kakashi with one eye for most of the series, or at least most of the warrior, was just abusing Kamui, abusing the Sharingan's power without any regard for chakra. And obviously, as we all know, Kakashi's massive rise in chakra reserves, which makes no sense, honestly. His Kishimoto's introduction of overpowered antagonists to try and challenge Naruto and Sasuke just led him to increase the power of Naruto's comrades to make it an equal fight. Hmm. Imagine, but, no, go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, I was saying ki, I, I mean, I'm trying to, I know it's a show, but like, I'm just trying to think realistically that if a huge war is being fought, like the concept of soldier pills that were introduced in Naruto with mostly medical ninjas use, making it and giving it to their teams, like that thing could, like the main concept behind it was you could fight for three to four days non-stop without any sense of fatigue and with not i'm saying ki you won't have unlimited chakra but you would have a heightened sense of chakra and like you know you would use it more effectively than you do like your senses are heightened your sense of chakra usage is heightened and stuff like that so what if all that could be explained with soldier pills or like the use like the usage of medical ninjas throughout the war like could it be a possible explanation maybe but Kishimoto has a knack for showing the details of certain scenes and showing how vital those tiny details are. Mm. For example, every part of a character is necessary to understand why and who the character is at that moment. For example, mm. Kurama. The way Kurama's gates were, they were very symbolic and very literal and the way the if you guys remember the seal on the gates mm. they were very reminiscent of the seal on naruto's um yeah the well, what is the seal naruto had on his stomach the death eight trigram seal na eight trigram yeah it's something, something like that something mm. like that so basically kishimoto was very specific about the tiny details and mm. he would have definitely showed if if food pills played a part in the war he would have definitely showed it but he just amped up everyone's chakra reserves based on who the character was or reduced them if they were not an important character like sakura should have honestly been a much more influential character in the war arc compared to what she did she did absolute dog shit she I, did I mean- nothing See, it is it is debatable about Sakura in my opinion. She, no, no, I, she honestly did nothing. She did no, nothing. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about she doing nothing. She absolutely did nothing. But, but, but my 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 view on this is, was Sakura supposed to do something? Yeah, that was no, the point no, of Team no, Seven. No. I actually, I actually agree with what Siddharth is saying. So the thing with medical ninjas is their first aim is to not battle. If you notice, people like Sunade and Sakura, they don't head into battle. When Pain attacked uh, Konoha, Sunade didn't go in the front lines and try to battle Pain herself. She no, stood she, behind she and tried to help everyone. No, she because did. I, she was Hokage. No, she didn't. She was. She she, she summoned uh, this. Uh, what is that? Katsuya. Katsuya, and she was trying to heal everyone. See, medical ninjas have a code. You're not supposed to go into battle. Like your first decision. is to stay as backup and try to provide assistance of like medical assistance or recon assistance not like battle assistance as the first order that's why sakura in most of the scenes if you notice she doesn't head into battle even sunade for that matter only during the war arc yes i mean she did enter the battle because as a hokage but like if you notice that's not the first thing anyone do, like a medical ninja would do so but i think is no, just something out if if, mm. if you if a medical ninja has the thing on the forehead i forgot what it's called Byakugo. Uh, yeah, what, what I, I I don't remember its name, but if if mm-hmm. you have that, you're allowed to enter into battle. Yeah, first that thing. was one of Sunade's ah. rules as well. Yeah, and ah. second second thing about Sakura in the war arc. I mean, see, 
I I I do understand where you're coming from, saying that Sagra is a member of Team Seven as well. I mean, she should have you know uh, played a more vital role in the war. But you're also forgetting the fact that Naruto and Sasuke are uh, the incarnates of Hashimura, uh, Hashi, uh, ha, uh, Hago Hagoromo and Indra and Ashura. Sorry, yeah. So you you are forgetting that fact, right? And and. that brings up the question was sakura supposed to do something and is she really as strong as those two no she's definitely not as strong as those two and she was never intended to be as strong as those two mm-hmm. but not having what was the first lesson that kakashi taught them teamwork mm-hmm. it just ended up being a two man game versus the whole enemy yeah but but that, again i mean it was supposed to be like that right in no, my opinion i i generally do think it was supposed to be like that because because naruto see at at that point of the storyline in shippuden it was all about ashura hashirama madara and naruto and sasuke there was no third party character anywhere and that's why i believe ki i think what sakura did was actually um, pretty 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 decent hmm also to ha huh, and also one more thing if you notice like when kagashi first explained the four man system like a chunin or joining as the leader and three uh, team members like other genin or chunin for missions mm-hmm. so if you see minato's team like with minato rin kakashi obito or kakashi's team or even uh, this person's sarutobi and those two old men ka and one more leader i think the second they came under the second hokage or something in their team so these teams have always had one person for either recon or medical support in this case rin and sakura hmm. and even if their even if their con- any their contribution in battle was only secondary like the combos that they would have with teammates would only be used as a backup attack combo or as a sense of a counter attack combo not as the first thing which is why people like naruto sasuke and kakashi obito would first head on into battle which was noticed during the third and the the fourth war and the third war respectively Like so, Rin and Sakura never entered battle head first. If you notice, the only thing they used to do was give medical support, which is their role, and I think it's fine. Like for whatever, Sakura was supposed to be the most useful medical ninja in the world. That's what I would say. But if you're going to give her an attacking role, then I don't think so. She had a big contribution, but yeah, I mean it's all about roles. Uh, that's what I would say. Definitely. And speaking about battles, there were quite. A few good battles in Naruto. So, like quickly, what w- what were your favorite battles? For me, it was the first Valley of the End battle, and uh, what was it? Rockley versus Gara. Those two were my yeah. favorite, absolute so, favorites. For me as well, I think Rockley versus Gara is. Uh, I think it takes the cake. Um, but if I had to rank something on number two. it would be a very difficult uh, thing for me i i i think i would still go for um uh my guy versus madara oh for yeah the yeah sole mm-hmm. reason Definitely. of uh, my uh, guy's power being oh. absolutely oh, beast bro i got turned on when i saw that fight bro fact <laughs> bro like for real i'm not joking and and if i had to if i had to give a number 3 i would probably give it to uh, a very underrated battle kakashi versus obito Hmm, hmm, true. Utkarsh, I think that's a very underrated battle. Me, oh, sorry, sorry. So, I would <laughs> so say. See, I mean, for me, battles like it's really hard to choose. So I would first go with Rock Lee Gara because, like, 
आई ऑनेस्टली डिंट एक्सपेक्ट रॉकली आई थॉट ही वॉज चोमू ठीक है एंड हिम टेकिंग ऑफ द वेट्स I'm just like, oh shit! Oh, the real was, thing is that was fucking cool. And it was it was so cool. And second yeah. would be the last Naruto Sasuke battle because finally they ended with the Chutia pa. Okay, Naruto Sasuke mm. romance mm. ending finally. Pura khatam hua, dono ke haath gaye, khatam. Okay, good. Aage bado usse. Whole series is running behind him. Chalo, lad liye. Ha, khatam. Third. Uh, I don't really have. Like it's too hard to choose. I won't have a third. Yeah, song. there are quite a few. crazy battles but let, let me give you a hypothetical battle i'm going to give you two teams both of you and even i'll join in on the conversation because i haven't thought about it much but i'm going to give you two teams of three members each so try and put these two teams together as uh, sorry try and face these two teams off against each other and tell me which one you think will win so the first team is itachi might guy and onoki onoki is the um particle style user and the second team is shisui jiraiya and kakashi and all of these people are in their primes and itachi without the disease and yeah i don't and might guy can only use eight gates for you know let's give him 3 minutes cuz in very short period he almost messed mother up completely so let's give him 3 minutes of eight gates so he can use all seven gates how much ever he wants but eight gates will only be 3 minutes So and also should... just for the sake of specifications, Onoki is young, right? Like it, is he like he old? Prime, prime. prime, so prime doesn't matter. Prime, prime, prime Onoki, yeah. Okay, prime, prime, prime Onoki, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll go first. I've, uh, okay. So if, if, see, I'll, I'll give you two perspectives, right? First, if it was a one v one v one v one v one. No, no, um, it's a three v three. So yeah, each... so, so, so see the 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 thing um, running in my mind is if it was a team battle, I. I think Shisui, Jiraiya, and Kakashi would win. Really? For the sole reason that all three of them are very smart. Okay. Okay. I I think the three of them together can come up with mind-breaking strategies, and it is you know I mean the show also said that Shisui was a better Genjutsu user than uh, Itachi. I doubt and, that. I honestly doubt that. But that's not a conversation. You don't know. You don't know. Negative screen time, bro. She yeah. has like negative yeah, screen time. Even with Naruto, it's like most characters are placed on a pedestal, but we never got to see that pedestal ka power. True, you know. True, true, true. So true. they are just accepted, just for the sake of the battle, at least. Okay, yeah. Let, let's yeah. say Shisui's Genjutsu in a hypothetical situation is better than Itachi's. Then mm. what about it? So yeah, exactly. So if uh, in that situation, I think I think Jiraiya, Shisui, Kakashi have a um, an upper hand. but it would also be a very close fight and i think onoki's particle style would play a key role in um in the battle okay mm. okay hey, you you said you have two perspectives what's the other one yeah so the other one is if they face off against each other and okay so 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 let's say itachi so in this 3v3 let's say itachi is facing shisui hmm. might guy is facing kakashi and onoki is facing jiraiya See, oh, uh, I think Onoki versus Jiraiya. I think Jiraiya will take it because for the sole reason that Jiraiya can use Senjutsu. Okay. Uh, uh, even though Onoki is like fucking powerful, I still think Jiraiya would win. Uh, Shisui versus Itachi is very debatable. I feel I, I could I, despite racking my brain, I don't think I would reach a, uh, an answer to that. 
Okay, so, I mean, let's... since since we don't know Shisui's true power, let's do this. Let's do Itachi versus Kakashi, hmm. Jiraiya versus Might Guy, and Shisui hmm. versus Onoki. Because while Onoki had a good amount of screen time, he didn't yeah, have yeah, too much, yeah. so we don't know a lot about him. So let's keep the two least informed characters facing yeah, off okay. against each other: yeah. Jiraiya versus and... Might Guy, Kakashi versus Itachi. What do you think, so, Kakash? So, uh... yeah. So if I were to answer Itachi versus Kakashi, Itachi wins, just for the sole reason that uh, no matter like if it's let's say it's a battle of the Sharingan, okay, just for the sake of it, like obviously they both are gonna use it. If it's a very serious battle, both of them are gonna use it. Itachi would win even with with even without sickness. That's a huge boost for him because he would just totally abuse his Sharingan against Kakashi, which is obviously way more powerful because he have two he has two Sharingans. And he's an original user. No, so I mean, if you're if you're so, saying prime Kakashi, I think you mean by two Sharingans, right? No, no, no. One Sharingan Kakashi. One Sharingan. Okay, then 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 it's very clear cut. I I don't. Yeah, think it's, pretty, it's pretty clear cut. Yeah. So uh, second, what was it, Satya? Might guy versus uh, Jiraiya. Might guy versus Jiraiya. ठीक है. Uh, and you said that he would be able to use uh, eight gate gates for, for three minutes. minutes. Yes. Fine. He he wins आराम से. I don't, I, I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. I don't think so. Cool, cool, cool. Let me try to explain. When uh, Might Guy used his last move, Night Guy on uh, Madara, he literally broke space time and he injured Juvi Madara. And Juvi Madara clearly stated that if it weren't for his powers and if he were just a step down from Juvi Madara, whereas he would have been like normal Madara or something, he would have died. But Jiraiya can just Jiraiya can just get swallowed up by a toad and go into a different dimension if he wants to for Are a period of time. Uh, that what? Yeah, he's shown that I mean, so yeah. many abilities. I mean, I I get that. I get that. But in the end, if you just had to compare it with raw power, I think guy would win. Other no, than that, but, we're talking about an actual battle. We're talking about actual battle where they're using everything at their disposal. Everything like is it with an intent to kill? Yeah. Then I don't think. Ah, then fine, bro. I still think my guy would win, man. I don't know, my guy for the win for me at least. So that I still think he would. I, I, I think again. I mean, see, Jiraiya also, even though his character development was pretty good, we still haven't seen you know prime Jiraiya. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but again, I think Jiraiya would have the upper hand. Solely because of Senjutsu again. I think Senjutsu plays a big part in every battle that has happened. You could also see that uh, nothing but Senjutsu could injure um, what what was that thing? The uh, truth seeking. Ob- the truth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Obito in his Jinchuriki form. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to warn you. Even if you take Prime Jiraiya, you have to remember that Jiraiya Senjutsu was never perfect. Jiraiya no. Senjutsu was Who one said, of the oh, best things. परफेक्टिकोजली अच्छा 
शुसुई बिकॉज शुशुई वॉज सपोज टू बी अरे आई डोंट नो शीसुई शीसुई वॉट एवर रे I so he used to have this technique, not the body flicker technique, and the second mm-hmm. technique something his 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 uh, specific manga ke sharigan technique. Koto ami something something. Koto amatsu very... ta. Koto amatsu kami. Ah, yeah. That thing. Ah, yeah. so I think those two things combined would give him a very strategic upper hand compared to Onoki because, like, let's say if you even if you say Prime Onoki would have a lot of battle experience compared to Sushui. Shisui, whatever Shisui. Shisui. Like, see, like see, Shisui died young, okay? So you can't say he has battle experience, at least compared to Onoki, okay? So I think from a strategic point of view and like pure power, Shisui has a lot better techniques and like stuff at disposal. But if you had to consider experience, Onoki would be better. But it will be a close fight, but I think Shisui, Shisui uh-huh. would win. Shisui. You can call him X, bro. X, call him X. So, so as a team, finally, what do you guys think? Team one, Hitachi might get Onoki or Shisui Jiraiya Kakashi. As a team, who do you think would win? I still think Shisui Itachi, uh, Shisui Jiraiya and Kakashi would win. Utkash, I forgot my answers. Wait, let me think again. <laughs> I, what about you, Satya? What What do you think? I don't know. I'm the host, so I don't have to answer this. No, no but what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I made these teams to make it as equal as possible. So I honestly don't know. Oh, ha ha! Bol 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 bol. If you had to pick someone, you know, honestly, I might choose Itachi Might Guy Onoki. Honestly, hmm. just because of Itachi. Itachi is such an X factor in any battle. True, true. I mean, we do forget the sword oh, he has in the yeah, super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Uh, I also remembered my answer in my like one v one v one battle. Wala answers I chose like two out of three were the Itachi wala team. Okay. Like I think I chose Itachi for winning and uh, this guy. Wait, what's his name? Come, Might guy for winning. So with that sense, I'm going to choose Itachi's team. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So yeah, this has been interesting. Honestly, great. Insightful. Yeah, definitely. while you know i've i've seen a lot of naruto youtube videos especially those versus battles and they always look at either one character or a already existing group but they don't have different characters who have never interacted or very rarely interact be on one team versus individuals of equal strength so yeah this was really fun thank you guys for Oh man, thank you for calling us over. Bro. Oh, oh, so yeah. so emotional, so emotional. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, it's not like every day we get to talk about anime to someone. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yes. You see, the fan base for anime is pretty small. So. Yeah. Especially in India, that is, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. So thank you guys. Thank you for listening to the second podcast of Satyapa. Um, if you guys, you guys want to tag your Instagram or whatever. For no, people who are listening, no. Okay, cool. No. So, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoy, and see you on the next podcast. Bye.